Okay, Justin, so this is um, a question all about your approach to uh, how one might manage and manage a patient and investigate someone who's had seizures, which is a very common presenting complaint. Uh, and secondly, it also tested how you actually manage a patient having a seizure in front of you in hospital. So two different facets to this. And I think it's really important to take those 30 seconds before the uh, scenario starts to think about the vignette. It's very clear this is a, there are a few pertinent things here. This is a young lady who's got a history of anxiety and depression, who's had a seizure, and is now still a bit post-dictal. So what I would be doing before the station is thinking about words to write down, so simple ones like post-ictal, uh, status epilepticus, uh, seizure activity, and knowing a good structure of how I might approach um, seizure activity, I think is very important here, uh, especially when, in terms of taking a history uh, and then into examination. Um, and then obviously the second part, you, you can predict that you probably will get asked to how you might manage a seizure uh, if it's happening in front of you. So I think it's worthwhile having prepared that in a 30 second beforehand. Um, so I think you, again, unfortunately jumped straight in um, to the answer. I think you said this lady's had an over, like taken an overdose, which, you know, I suppose all you've got to hang on there is the fact that she's got a history of anxiety and depression and she's on medication. Um, so that's quite a leap. Um, it's a fair thing to keep in your mind, but it's quite a, quite a leap. And then went straight to an ATE assessment. But actually, apart from being slightly tachycardic, you know, this patient is actually relatively stable. Um, so you might want to put taking a history from the ED department about what they've understood so far. Looking through a background to see if she's got a history of seizure activity, because if she's got a history of seizure activity, which is unrelated to overdose, then well, actually overdose goes lower down your list here. Um, whereas if this is completely de novo to see seizure and you, know, you might find something out else about uh, some more severe mental health and actually that points you towards more likely likely about this an overdose and then it's important to think about what kind of overdose the patient's taking um so actually i think in this scenario if i was approaching a patient who's had a seizure i'd say maybe a qualifying statement to say make sure they're still stable um and get collateral from ed about any information they had and then ask about the patient, ask about the patient and importantly any witnesses, the seizure activity, ask and then clues about what happened prior to the seizure, were there any triggers? What happened during the seizure? Were they arousable uh, or conscious? Um, was there any obvious tongue biting or um, incontin incontinence, which points you more towards a tonic-clonic seizure? And thereafter, what was she like uh, after the seizure as well? Uh, and those are all very important things. And finally, is there a history of any trauma? Did she hit her head? Did she any... And then moving on from that, after you ask about the seizure, a bit about her background, she's anxiety, depression, what medications are you on? You know, for example, if someone's on SSRIs versus tricyclic antidepressants versus taking an overdose of paracetamol, all of them have very different antidotes. And that's a really, really crucial thing that the SHO on take needs to find out about this patient. And um, so those are key key points and obviously a bit about the background medical history and any allergies and importantly whether she's had any previous seizures um, then you can go into your A to E assessment and in the A to E assessment actually you're more yes you want to make sure she's slightly tachycardic so you want to make sure she's not uh, fluid deplete 
um, and make sure there's no infective trigger for this with your assessment. Also, what I would like to see more is actually, this patient's just had a seizure. Actually, your key here is really focusing on your neuro neurology exam here, examining the cranial nerve, making sure there's no obvious um, uh, difference difference between the pupils uh, and the reacting and any sign of any, essentially any intracranial bleed is what you're looking for um, here in the examination as well as the rest of your neurology, neurology exam. Uh, so that's what I think we should have gone through. Instead, I think I heard a little bit too much about um, murmurs. And I think you said, I would look at the patient to make sure she's not seizing. I kind of already told you in the patient stem, in, in the question stem, they're not seizing. So it's really important to think through the question. So, you know, talk about GCS and how you might assess GCS, pupils examination, neuro exam. Um, then when the actual patient started, to have a seizure and you asked about how you manage seizure i thought you did some things really nicely i thought you um you started really well you said look at the objects around the bed and that's a pragmatic thing that a lot of people don't think about they jump straight into uh the a to e and put them in a uh, safe position um so i thought that was very very good but i thought very early on if a patient's having a seizure you cannot manage it yourself and you need help so you need to alert just all the all the staff in a and e around you the patient's having a seizure and automatically you're going to get um, a huge amount of help. And that's very important for an SHO to show that they know when they, a patient needs more than just one person. And this is one of those situations. Um, and in terms of assessing the patient, I thought you could have spent a bit more time on airway. Because actually, airway, in most clinical scenarios for the um, IMT interview, the airway is not... Uh, not a huge factor actually this is probably one scenario where actually airway deserves a bit of time to be spent on because it is actually uh it is actually something that can be compromised and that needs more urgent management if it is um i thought your actual management of what you do if the patient's having a uh, ongoing seizure uh, the investigation sorry go talk about investigations i thought actually some really nice things talk about electric using these and then you talk about extended electrolytes and i think it's fine just to say that Using these and extended electrolytes is fine. But then you started naming a few of them. But you named magnesium, but then you didn't mention calcium and phosphate. So either you say an all-encompassing statement, so you know, using these and extended electrolytes, or you're going to say the individual ones, say them all. Don't just say magnesium and miss out uh, calcium and phosphate. Uh, in this case, I think there are a few missing um, you know, gas would have been always key to any uh, unwell patient. And you could say, I appreciate the gas, uh, patients like to be slightly acidotic uh, and have an incredibly high lactate um, because they've just had a seizure um, because, and that's from the muscle activity. Um, and the other investigation I think I didn't hear you say was a CT head, um, which is key. Um, and obviously in that you're looking for any intracranial, uh, intracranial bleeds and also looking for any, um, otherwise any intracranial uh, triggers, for instance, whether, whether they've got any space up prone lesions, for example. Um, then actually your management of with the patient having ongoing seizure, I thought was good. Uh, you talked about IV lorazepam, um, which is completely appropriate. And you mentioned some good technical language, such as status epilepticus, and I thought that was very good. Um, but what, again, I didn't really hear from you is that you talked about contacting the neurology team. The neurology team, you know, whilst they can advise on patients having acute seizures, really that's actually you and your emergency. The, the emergency team which you manage your patients having ongoing seizures so really you, what you need here is your med reg and you need the anesthetic team or the itu team basically someone who can manage an airway that you can't do 
Um, and I think the key here is not for someone, you don't want an IMT that <laughs> can manage the airway, but you want an IMT that straight away realizes that a patient have an ongoing seizure activity, the airway is the thing that they need, you as a team need to help with. And that's not, and that's something that you don't have in your skill set, and nor does your registrar have in their skill set. So now this has become uh, a peri arrest call where you need the anesthetic team in attendance, uh, or the ITU team. Um, a few other things you could have thought of other forms of benzodiazepines. Um, and um, I think, yeah, when I asked you something else, you did talk about contacting anesthetics or ITU, but a bit late and it'd be nice to see you using the, the protocols, you know, rather than bleeping, there would have been uh, at the very least a fast bleep, but really just an arrest call. I mean, do put up with this patient with swan getting seizures. Um, and then your S-bar handover, again, I thought it was slightly too waffly. You started talking a bit about the patient's history. Um, you said the OBS are in range, which is in range when you first assess them, uh, which maybe slightly uh, relevant to the hand of you giving now it should be this young lady who's come in with a history with a presented with a seizure so the further seizure that's required this treatment uh i would appreciate if you could follow up her investigations overnight especially looking to correct anything irreversible and if she has further seizures have a low threshold for uh contacting uh, itu uh and think about whether we need to have something ongoing uh and there are things like infusions and phenytoin infusions that one could consider for patients having ongoing seizures. Um, and I didn't really hear any recommendation of treatment. I did recommend to follow up the investigations, but not what treatments uh, or management one could initiate overnight. And that's what they really want to hear. Um, so I think all, all in all, you manage the acute seizure well. I don't think you, uh, I don't think you necessarily approach the workup of a seizure fantastically well and I think that's uh, something to be improved um, so I think it's probably the nub of it. Okay. Thank you. No